even if Agnes wouldn't have said, I didn't want her anyway, the effect would have been, I think, equally harsh. Usually when the parents fight, the, the kid feels um, that it's his fault. Mm-hmm. Well, you see Poppy, you see her, you know, mommy, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll be better. Like, yeah, saying, like all she sees is my mom is leaving. Welcome to the Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene by scene analysis. Featuring sharp co hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support the Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 127 of Midday Populand. Today, we are here with Emily and Ralu. <laughs> Hello, guys. Hi. And we have a Hi. very special shout out later on in this episode. Let's see who can pick up on it. <laughs> <laughs> very appropriate episode. <laughs> Someone's embarrassed. So we it wasn't play. planned. It wasn't planned. <laughs> so it's it just, oh, happy coincidence. Yeah. Yep. All right, Emily. Okay. Uh, so we'll start off. We start off on a train. Um, and we see pretty much just the setting setting. It's nighttime. Um, we've got lots of noise coming from the trains and a lot of people trying to sleep. Um mm-hmm. And we zoom in, zoom in on Tora, who the train just lurched, and he's trying to study this bag while looking at a cute little Poppy who's mumbling and sleeping not very well in the seat next to him. Can I also point out that, you know, a lot of women think that they only look attractive when they're dressed up and have makeup on and their hair done and jewelry. And meanwhile, if you really like your girl, you like her when she is hunched over wearing you know, a giant pink parka sweating and mumbling in her sleep. <laughs> a pink parka that he bought. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I, I, I appreciate his appreciation of her and her and her grumbly little moment. <laughs> I mean, I can totally picture him going shopping for her and he's like, what's the cutest thing in this shop? Yes. That's her. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oversized and cute and pink. I love it. And pink, yeah. And the implication in the last episode that because it was on sale and it didn't come in my size, the implication was that if it would have come in your size, would you would you have bought it? I could. I think Tor would rock a pink a pink jacket. <laughs> I think he would bought two just to match his girlfriend. <laughs> and because he doesn't care, he has so much confidence that he's like, ah, I look good in anything. That uh, man's masculinity is not in question. He anything or without anything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, while, while this lovesick fool is sitting there goggling at his girl, the train lurches again and he gets smacked in the face. <laughs> you know what? But before the lovesick fool, I really love the train panel. The mm-hmm. first panel. It reminds me of Ghibli movies. I don't know why. Yes, it reminds you know? me. It just also reminds me of like the beginning of the series. Like it's very like mm-hmm. atmospheric and yeah, that 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 cozy feeling. Right? They're on a train or... again. They're they're back where they started. Except this time, Tora's on the train with her, not you know stalking oh, the car. That's cool. <laughs> well, we're in his pocket in a sense. <laughs> yes, exactly. But yeah, it's it's a very very pretty panel very mood setting very ghibli and very reminiscent of the beginning mm-hmm. yeah okay so taurus yeah. 
<laughs> let's take us out of our cute little reminiscent and and okay yeah but he's cute he's blushing right he's blushing. oh yeah absolutely freaking adorable look at his little face and i love when lily does a half and half um art style where it's like it's not full-on chibi but like just the eyes are a little little chibi a little bit like there's mm -hmm. no underlining there's no detail it's just like the eyes are just kind of like glazed over in she mm -hmm. cute. like all i see in that ex image is she cute that's it <laughs> yeah and then the bag hits him it's yeah like, like poppy sensed that he was watching her it's like or her, <laughs> or her dad her dad was like yo <laughs> get your head in the game man <laughs> somewhere above he's he's controlling the universe for her <laughs> yeah it's like that's what you get for for pulling that stunt with the with a guard lady before with the yeah <laughs> he's getting yeah. <laughs> no train payback and so you 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 would rather you would rather have this bag over me now now have this bag <laughs> just something like this exactly yeah and the poor guy is just trying to hold on to it yeah he's just frustrated right he's very frustrated his, his reverie was interrupted he was admiring this cute little girl and this bag had to get in the way yeah he had options he chose to keep it there this is his own fault <laughs> yeah um, come to think if the if the bag is full of weapons full of yeah guns, no, he's not letting it go it's just, it's just like his mafia life getting in the way of getting his car you right? can't put that on the luggage rack like in between carts in case someone picks it up and walks away with like thousands and thousands of dollars of armed equipment <laughs> it's not a good idea Indeed. And then the passengers have the audacity to be annoyed by his <laughs> clanking. Oh, oops. Yeah. Like, what is, is it his fault? That it's not like they're like chatting and having a party. He got hit by a bag. Like, chill out, people. Yeah. That that douchebag has a jewelry face for sure. Oh. He, does. he definitely he, does. He, he he needs a slap. <laughs> he does. And I love how they're mad at the city slickers, like come on now like they're not they're not being rowdy they're just you know getting hit by tons and tons of guns inside of a bag that's gotta hurt <laughs> but they left the city right yeah they're leaving the city now so they're probably go like my guess is that most of the people on this train live out wherever outside. they're outside okay yeah so it seems like we've, we've seen it before like it's a theme in the comic the difference between being a city person versus like a small town person and poppy comes from you know Moonbright being a small town mm -hmm. so i think it's like a theme you know that there's a difference between those people obviously in real life too but for sure in you know with that poppy land if you yeah i was gonna say you're right it's definitely a theme because if you think about it there was that like small town girl meets big city boy kind of theme and like the, they're from different worlds kind of whatever and now we're getting to the point where like how do those worlds connect and what is poppy's role in that in that kind of difference which we're finding out slowly that there might be more to her than than we thought originally which or at least we're guessing um but yeah so i like that the theme the theme of them being outsiders is is hitting and also i feel like every i feel like neither of them belong either place like when they're going into the city it's like oh these city slickers and when they're in the city it's like well, at least poppy it feels like she's the naive country girl and doesn't belong here kind of thing mm -hmm. um yeah that's definitely the, the stereotype with the poor little poppy yeah. waking up 
like what's what's going on look at her cute little face all groggy oh but suddenly he's next to her i was about to say all of a sudden you see that hand sneaking out on her shoulder yeah it does and he found he set his priorities straight <laughs> yeah he, he immediately grabs her how cute is that he pulls her in go back to sleep sweetheart as he's staring daggers at the guy who dared to wake her Oh my god! Like I love before I'm going into protective mode, you know, like for his own gratification. Okay, he'll give her her space, but as soon as Poppy's threatened by like maybe a guy, you know, being nasty to them, nope, that's he's it's easy to. I know this is a more romantic spin on it in this panel, but in general, it's easy to see how he is like big bro to everybody. Like he's automatically like, like I got this. Like I'll handle this kind of with every with I feel like with everybody, not just her, but it's extra cute when it's with her because it's more than you know a brotherly kind of thing. Hmm. and she immediately goes right back to sleep how cute like how trusting do you have to be that you were jostled awake probably from an already bad dream considering she was mumbling and sweating and freaking out a little bit and she just goes right back to sleep nestled into torah like that's a lot of trust for him well she has her stinky close by right yeah she has her stinky <laughs> <laughs> for a smell yeah that being i uh, mean advanced so much in their relationship like physically uh, the, the comfort level that they have with each other you know it's not just the sexual tension it's also the comfort like the physical you know cuddling mm -hmm. like we've talked about that quite a lot how wonderful cuddling is <laughs> so I do that um whenever I'm stressed I'll like I'll definitely find myself leaning into my husband or like just like the smell of him the comfort the warmth or whatever like definitely soothes me um so I can relate to that panel I think it's cute where she's yeah I'm the I, same. I think she's blushing at the touch of Torah. I'm not sure if it was like also mm -hmm. just overheated thing from the jacket, but I feel like that's no, like a... that's not overheating. No, 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 no. <laughs> overheating in a different way maybe, but no, she she fell as she fell asleep grumbling and being upset with him. And when she woke up she the status quo was changed. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I like that she just slid comfortably into it i mean she didn't held any grudges or something like no nothing called him or something like that she didn't yeah. uh kept that uh she doesn't hold grudges she remembers things but i don't think she is a uh no i don't think she's, she's also, genuinely I, I just, kind or sorry sorry i interrupted did i have to be finished sorry um sorry I, so i've noticed this for myself like Tora and poppy both have um, the ability to go back and forth really quickly between, you know, good times and bad times or arguing and, you know, love. And for me, like, I feel it takes me longer. Like if I'm arguing, like I need to deescalate and calm down and have neutral time before I can go to the positive time. But I noticed they, they have that. I think they're both comfortable sliding in and out of, you know, argumentation and affection pretty fast. Yeah. They have, a, they have a good, a good dynamic. I think Poppy also was very, very tired. Like she went through a lot lately mm -hmm. and it's normal that she just collapsed. Yeah. Out of. That was it. How many hours of no sleep? It was a lot. <laughs> well, I lost count. We, we assume that she took a nap in the car or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, she had to have. Yeah. Long day. <laughs> Long day. But I love, I love how soft Dora becomes for her. Yeah. Yeah, so he's in, he's indeed protective and caring with his uh, with Quincy with his with you with uh, his uh, little 
gang of thugs. But he's protective in um, in Alice's way, like a, a, a tough way. Like, don't show emotion, don't show affection, don't just in a in a let's say manly way. Like I was gonna say, even in that don't... panel, he's got one hand yeah. on puppy and one hand on guns. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly a warm and fuzzy moment. It's like I'm gonna shoot these bitches, but here, take a nap first. <laughs> Yes, but in in this panel is I must shoot these bitches for you. Yes, very true. There's a there's a big distinction there. <laughs> there's a big distinction. <laughs> he 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 was willing to fight Gul for her. Yes, when, with a break-in. So it's mm-hmm. a it's a big distinction. Yes, and the fact that he dressed her in the previous episode, mm-hmm. like come on, that's so caring. That's so nurturing. That that's so yeah, that's a lot language right there. Yeah. I mean, for someone to to have to bear this mental load that mm-hmm. we are going someplace cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you to feel comfortable. I want you to to be dressed appropriately. I want to, you to to um, feel prepared for what we are doing. The fact that he does all the planning all the preparations for someone who who does it in her own family yes. <laughs> that weighs a ton yes, <laughs> that weighs that is a lot. worthy a man who knows how to take a care man of who knows how to plan i mean that that's a declaration of love in my book i have it all figured out i have the kids figured out i have the date figured out i have your outfit figured out everything I have the train tickets. I have everything under control. I've got guns. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's 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 amongst the the highest uh, compliments in my book. <laughs> yeah. You can say anything, Mindy. Um, in the panel where she fell asleep, she falls back asleep. Yeah, I think you have a couple more panels, but... Till- I know, I thought you were going to say something. Yeah, so Poppy obviously just falling right back asleep here real quick. And I'm, I'm going to say right back into the dream. I don't know if we don't know what she was dreaming before, but I feel like this is one of those instances where like you wake up, you're disoriented, and then you fall right back into it again. Mm-hmm. But she's seeing, you know, herself, essentially. We're back from the park, Graham. What's for dinner? So this is a little, little Poppy yelling and running. Um, and then her dad replying, Hey, go shower first, pops. And the little the little shit, she just goes, You you go first, Daddy, as she's trying to figure out what's for dinner. She's got like a one-track mind. She just wants food. She wants grandma's cooking. I think she has already that uh oh, what's that called? The bib on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's just a shirt, but yeah, it does it's look a shirt? Like, I think it's a shirt with a jacket over it. But I see oh, I do could be. Could be. But uh, in, in I I just pictured the bib because she was like, oh works. come on, I think that's cute. It works either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. And I I just their interaction is so cute. Where Poppy's dad is just you know, daddy's not stinky like you are, and then she's already off running, does not listen to him, and then he's just running after. Her. Where's your helmet, pops? Like she does not care what her dad is trying to to tell her to do. My middle kid. <laughs> Yeah, no, she's she's a little. What, what I don't. She has selective hearing. Well, I don't even know. Yeah, what year? How old she is? But yeah, no, she's she's not interested. She's you want Graham's cooking? Four or six? Six, four, six, somewhere in there, somewhere between four and six, let's say. Um, I, I think she's six. 
I think she's in. We'll see later because it, yeah. that doesn't mean Poppy was in it. We'll we'll get there. Um, yeah. so Poppy's dad's running after her, saying, "Little rascal, always scampering off somewhere. Ah, uh, where is it?" And then we see this is probably my favorite panel, which is saying something of this chapter is Poppy's <laughs> close-up face, specifically because puppy's father's close-up face is specifically because he's talking to the gopro he picks up the helmet and the camera and says thanks for taking care of that kid when we're not by her side and it reminds me of the way that poppy talks to inanimate objects like all the time she'll be like thank you like she's talking to her scooter like i'm so sorry baby like she's like she talks to things and poppy's dad is here talking to the gopro thanking it for taking care of poppy which is freaking adorable he's also like smooching his lips at the same time yeah He's cute. He's so adorable. He's got his hairdo and his glasses and his earrings. He, he looks like a really cute guy. He, yeah, he's kind of got that punk look to him a little bit. Like he's got the earrings. He's a cool. He's a cool guy. Like he's you know a little bit of that like punky nerd got look mm-hmm. going on there. And you can already see just from the way he's drawn the how how much he seems to be the opposite of Poppy's mom from what we've seen of her so far. You know, she's tough. She's linear. She's harsh. She's you know aggressive. And he just seems like a sweet cutie patootie. I just want to smush his little face. I want to take his face and smush it. <laughs> but yeah, so he he looks like an absolute sweetheart. Well, and then I I agree with everything you said, but I'm having a hard time picturing him into one of our theories that he's well, I don't know part of a mafia gang or something. The only thing that does it for me is the earrings, which is extreme stereotyping. <laughs> yeah probably Not fair on my part um but he looks like he could be like a tech nerd like we we know mm-hmm. that we know he's with computers um yeah yeah, yeah. he's he he gives gu vibes yeah he definitely gives gu vibe but like i wouldn't i don't see gu and think like that guy's in the mafia <laughs> like, that's not you know but he is um yeah. there yeah. are many roles to be filled in the mafia <laughs> but it also sounds like he wanted to get away from the mafia that's the impression i get um we even we don't know well yeah we don't yeah. Well, if we think about it, Quincy doesn't give mafia vibes either. So, yeah, I mean, sure. not, not unless he 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 pulls a Vincent face, and then we know. But other than that, he's a very sweet, uh, handsome young man. So, yeah, yeah. But indeed, oh Poppy was uh, lucky to have him as a father. And she has his eyes too. It's just cute. Mm-hmm. And she has his hair also. No. Yeah. Or, well, it's similar. His is more a little bit more red, but yeah. close. Mm. I love the as Poppy's running for for Grandma for Gran. Her hair is just like disheveled. Like it's just like sticking up in the back. Like she is not a a neat player. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kids. <laughs> They don't want to brush their hair. They don't want to take a bath. They don't want to do nothing to preserve their cleanliness. I bet she doesn't brush their <laughs> Yeah. And then we go oh, yeah. from our cute little bubble. Take it away. <laughs> Robert, come over for a sec. Oh, my God. <clears throat> That's my turn? Now yeah. it's my turn? With a nasty mom? Shit. Yep, you get nasty mama. <laughs> <laughs> I get nasty mama. Okay uh okay so poppy is still dreaming and we uh we it's the first time when we see poppy's dad's name right we or yes. in the past episode i don't remember exactly I think this is now, the first one. Huh? no i think in the past one 
It's, oh, okay. she, she called him Robert. Okay, and he enters the room and we see uh, Poppy's mom. Uh, but it's very interesting how Lily decided to... I mean, we see it all from the camera view, camera point of view, from, yeah, the, from the helmet. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that we don't see Poppy's mom, Poppy's uh, mom's head is also... It's, for me at least it adds to the to the suspense to the mm-hmm. uh, to the hurt like this is something you weren't like, supposed to see essentially this was this yeah. was not a, a choreographed moment this is a stolen moment you know it's it's a camera being carried into a room without someone realizing it's on it's it's, Indeed, it's but even the cinematics of it i mean the cinematics of it when when you don't see somebody's eyes you don't, you don't see somebody someone's eyes you you feel like uh, uh, you don't know what's going on. You you feel afraid. You you feel unsteady. So whenever Lily depicts uh, uh, characters from the nose down, without seeing their eyes, you have this feeling of something is not is not right. Yeah. Something something either they are lying, either they are. Uh, uh, afraid or they want they induce the fear into readers or they induce the the anxiety yeah i i agree i would i would say that yeah, so i i like the the way she she chose to depict this moment in poppy's past okay in the next panel she mumbles and we see obviously that for her it's a, a nightmare it's more like a, a memory, <laughs> memory nightmare. And the background as well is dark gray. Yeah. And she says, Dad, don't go in, you'll get hurt. Mm-hmm. So in in her mind, she already knows she she remembered the moment when her mom left. Mm-hmm. And she 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 that that's so sweet and hurtful that she tries to warn her father in the past. Oh my god. Lily will she's also thinking about her Lily, father. why? <laughs> yep. She's why? not about herself. She's not saying, Oh, you know, this is painful for me. She wants to protect her father's feelings. Yeah. She loves her father. And she feels like I think she feels like he was wronged in this situation. You know, that he was the victim or yeah. whatever the injury. Yeah, well, she definitely she feels that they both were wronged by her mother, like she and her father as well. Uh I yeah, she's not the- she's not saying come on dad like what what are you doing like you know go to the city or wh- like why you know she's saying no dad be careful she's gonna hurt you like mm-hmm. she's she she's definitely biased <laughs> she's taken aside yeah well uh at the beginning of season two when she was talking to ben mm-hmm. uh, when she was telling him about her mom she said at some point that well at least your mom cares or something like that. Mine just got up and left. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely she she has a she holds a grudge and it's normal. We see that she she in the past episode we episodes we saw that even the conversation with her mom triggered her her traumas and her uh, abandonment. This is, this is a core memory for her. This is a core a core moment in her in her life that she is now recalling and we're getting to see. Yeah. 
It's like wishful thinking of turning back time and changing things. Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting is this now turns from a dream memory Mm -hmm. into an actual... uh, I'm going to assume this is an actual back... um, what is the word I'm looking for? Oh my goodness. Uh, like back in time. Flashback. Yeah, flashback. I feel like this is now more of a flat, like a memory flashback because I don't think mm-hmm. she's dreaming about watching her mom, you know, like this video. It feels like now no. we've seen another no. round. Then we, we skip we skip to the next panels where she is, uh, she's older. She's 14, 15 or... 13, uh, yeah. Yeah, when, when she found, when she actually found the camera, which in a way makes sense. I mean, I think everybody had those dreams, like when you skip from one 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 image to the other, and they just kind of blend together. But you're in different places in different <laughs> times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe now it's just her her brain trying to put together to piece together all the puzzles that she she probably stuffed well, yeah. down and tried to forget. Yeah, well, she obviously she went to bed, or she fell asleep, having talked to her mom and not being and bringing up old memories yeah. and not helping them still. So her brain is definitely still working through this right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, okay, she posts the video exactly when when her father entered the room, uh, and we see uh, an older puppy who's crying and realized that the the last video was uh, the night before her mom left mm-hmm. uh, and we see she's shaking uh, and it's obviously very hard for her to to start watching it again um and practically re- relieving the 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 day do you think she, um, as a as a little, you know, six year old, do you think she heard this parents' conversation? Oh, or is this? I don't think time? so. Yeah, I don't think so. But she she remembers when her mom left at the train station uh, when she uh, she was held back by we assume her father or granny, we don't know. But if it's the same. So if her mother, uh, I have to go back and check if her mother is just in the same the same as she was in in that episode when she left. She's not. It was the next day. It was the next day. So it was right about that time. So when she sees the video now, she, it, it it triggers the exact uh, moment when her mother left. As her as a kid, she could not have seen this because she was busy eating with granny when this happened right yeah. <laughs> or taking a shower but uh yeah yeah <laughs> now it's just uh, it's like opening opening an old wound to at another very impressionable age when she's a teenager when jewelry she and her might be having trouble like and now she's seeing this video reminding her yeah. of her mom's leaving and now seeing why her mom left like that's that's a lot for a teenage girl to handle when she's already dealing with a lot also uh this is after her dad died mm-hmm. so it was when when granny asked her to clean up his his room his stuff oh, right yes so she was uh 
uh, I think she said that her dad her dad died at fifteen when she was fifteen. Yeah, that makes she went so she was with jewelry. Oh, uh, mm. yeah, maybe at, in their early stages. Yeah, because she was twenty one and she has been with jewelry for six years. Mm. So they just started okay. or would start dating. Yeah, but uh, the thing is that. It, after her her father died it's still the memories it, it it's hard to get over this over the death of a parent especially if it's in your mind if it's the only parent that that you want or loved or the one that stayed and uh on top of that to 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 realize that you're about to see a, a uh, scene between your parents that you're not supposed to see it's like your stomach drops it's okay I think we have to uh, end now and resume right oh, yeah we have less than a minute okay so uh, we were left uh, at the panel where she gather the courage to click again to see what was happening what were her parents talking about and uh then we have it all in the black background i didn't sign up for this uh when you proposed you said everything would be okay you never said we had to stay in this shithole forever and then her father not forever agnes i need more time to figure this out six years isn't enough time for you robert I'm leaving for the city tomorrow, and that's final. And then we have the gut punch. <laughs> you can stay on at Moonbright for as long as you want with her. I never planned to have her anyway. And then Poppy slams the laptop shut. That's a lot to hear as a 14, 15-year-old, as your father just died. Like, what is, I... Yes, so... I can't imagine. Yes. That's a lot to hear at any age. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to judge her mother for needing something else in her life, but I am going to judge her for, I don't know, for, for being so abrupt. Yeah, so it's, it's funny because it's not like... It's not like it's, she's not saying this to her daughter. Like, she never expected Poppy to see this. And things that adults yeah. to each other are very different than things they say to their children. Now, did she make, did did Agnes make Poppy feel welcome and loved? I don't know. Um, Poppy obviously didn't want her to go. So it's not like she was, you know, afraid of her mother or anything. No, for sure, yeah. But those are harsh words. And hearing them is is not easy for us to forgive, even though I... I, I can't blame anyone for not having wanted to be a mother. Um, but she made, you know, but at the same time she made choices, you know, so. Right. I think, I think also once you have a baby generally, you know, if you're a decent person, you grow to love your child. So yeah. to have a baby and, you know, raise her for six years and then to still be disconnected and be able to leave so easily. Although I, I do want to say like, I, I am definitely, as soon as she said that, you know, six years, 
you know, he promised her when he proposed that they wouldn't, everything would be okay. Whatever, whatever the agreement was between them, and we don't know the details of yeah. what okay is, whether it's no mafia life, whether it's not moon bright, we don't know, or something else. But mm-hmm. he did have six years and I am totally on her side like that. Yeah. It seems he didn't do his part, whatever, whatever their argument was. It's complex. It, things don't need to be black and white. They could both have have fucked up their own, you know, parts in this relationship for sure. It's not like she's just the cold hard bitch that's horrible. You know, she she's obviously not someone I like, not someone I necessarily respect, but also she did not have what she was promised in life, um, what she expected in life, what she yeah. wanted in life, and what her and her husband you can, do. You can, sorry, Emily, you can easily imagine the frustration, the growing frustration of someone who is stuck for five years, six years in a situation that she doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, uh, well, if we can, let's say, do a, an imagination exercise, if Robert would have wanted to leave with her and Poppy, I don't think Agnes would have would have been opposed to this. Like she was she was willing to to she she just wanted to get out of Moonbright, right? So Moonbright is probably her hometown if it Granny lives it. there. Yeah. It, yeah. So uh it's obviously she she has ambitions. She she wanted to do something else with her life. She wanted to have a career, which is perfectly fine. Uh, and she was promised something by Robert. We don't know what, but we assume that he promised her they would leave Moonbright and, uh, I don't know, have a, another life someplace else in a city. And Poppy and her father would have been part of that life, but he chose to stay behind for whatever reasons. We hope we'll find out. But... Uh, the frustration of being stuck in that situation can lead to to a lot of fights between a lot of animosity, a lot mm-hmm. of animosity between her and Robert. And uh, when we are uh, hurt and unhappy, and we we lash out and we say things that maybe we don't we don't mean, or uh, maybe we just want to hurt the other person. Mm-hmm. So. That's oh. true. It's not like the, it's not, these words were not meant for Poppy's ears. Indeed. And we but don't know the relationship between Robert and Agnes. We just see what looks like a mm-hmm. husband getting steamrolled by a harsh looking woman. Like, you know, so it's, we don't, we don't know the background, you know, so yeah. I'm trying not to be too harsh to her. Well, also, the fact that he was a good dad doesn't yeah. mean that he was a good husband as well. Very true. I, I'm going to say this, like, I, I have a, I know this type of personality of neglectful and avoidant, and it's it can be abusive as well. Like it's not it's not it's by omission rather than commission. But mm-hmm. people who don't take care of what they're supposed to and constantly run away from responsibilities, it's also a very you know disturbing you know thing to live with. She's a, I think she's a bad parent. I mean, I don't know if that's like that is I don't think she is a role model mother, in my opinion. I don't think she's a bad woman. I like or a bad human. I just think oh, as I was, a, she's lacking severely. <laughs> I was talking about the father. I was talking about Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, because he seems to me that, you know, he's a so here's what what I think, what I suspect, right? So he's he's from the mafia family, right? It sounds like he went maybe he went to Moonbright, you know, to get away. And met, you know, met Poppy's mom and Agnes, and you know they fell in love, and then 
He promised her, oh, don't worry, we're going to get out of here. But meanwhile, he wants to save Moonbright because it's safe and he wants to keep the daughter safe. But he hasn't figured out another way to, you know, keep his family safe while also making his wife happy and get out of Moonbright. And I think he's just been pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. And, you know, that I think is avoidant. I think avoid, avoidant the fact that, okay, my assumption that he went to Moonbright to avoid mafia and my assumption that he's, you know, just not taking care of whatever he wants to take care of. That's what I'm saying is, is actually, you know, a, abusive behavior. I think it's can be as bad as the person who's doing the, you know, the aggressive act because, you know, by, by failing to do something, I think is also yeah. as so I'm going to preface this by saying, I know this is not a therapy session here. Um, I, a lot of, when I'm in therapy, a lot of my discussion is about my mom, who was a fantastic mother, like hands down. I knew she loved me. I knew I was her number one priority. Like she was, as far as being a mother was, she was natural at it, but she had a lot of her own demons and a lot of her own extremely avoidant tendencies, extremely self-destructive tendencies. And I've learned, um, pretty uh pretty sternly that like there is no black and white in in relationships between people in parenting in life um and that i could i can love my mother and and be thankful and respectful of her as what an incredible job she did raising me and also be angry at her for some of the choices she made or the things she didn't do or all those kind of things like you can both love and hate someone or be both a good something and a bad something at the same time so I try not to be too harsh towards either of these parents one because they don't know the whole story and two people can can be both right and wrong in different ways you know you can you can fail someone and also be great for someone else like or you have to either be true to yourself or sacrifice yourself it's really I don't know what is the right answer so like you're right the whether someone is a great parent but avoidant with issues or a harsh parent but goes for what they believe in like what is right I don't we don't know so um I I love that mm -hmm. topic of conversation because I find I find Lily's characters to embody complexity so well that we could all sit here and be like, Agnes is a bitch. And then you can be like, no, actually the father is a deadbeat and he should have fixed shit. Like we can have like, we can literally have like discussions and arguments that like have strong backings in our emotional connection to these characters. And all of us are right or wrong or whatever, because like, it doesn't matter. Like these are our opinions and and these characters are complex and, and mm -hmm. it, there is no right answer. And it's fantastic. Yeah, I totally agree. And again, I'm saying this because I have like my personal experience, my, I'm, you know, from my parents and Yol and I, Yol's passive, I'm much more active. My mother's active, my father's passive. So I totally see this. And I do think that sometimes that might've been what attracted them to each other. And it also might be that they, what's the word, um, enable the their worst traits in each other as well because of that. So, you know, sometimes two people bring out the worst in each other. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. They might not have been good together necessarily. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that the family is going to be stable. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is that a kid is going to bring out all your demons. <laughs> yes. So if they their relationship wasn't strong before, after a kid, it's very difficult to get stronger. If if only if you acknowledge your your problems and work on those. Other than that, a kid is l more likely to trigger you on everything. He, a kid knows how to push your buttons. A kid knows exactly. Uh, it's I don't know. It's intuitive. It's generational. It's it it transcends 
the generations knows which buttons to push to trigger all your past traumas, all your past actions. So I can relate to both Poppy's father and to both Poppy's and to Poppy's mother, mm -hmm. because there might be a time when you want something else in your life and a kid with a kid attached to you, you, you cannot achieve it. Uh, there might be a time when uh, you love your kid so much that you will do everything to protect him, her, him, her. Yeah. But it's never, it's never an easy choice. It's never something that you, you know how to, how to handle in life. So in this, in this fight they were having, they could just have, I don't know, they could just wanted to, maybe Agnes wanted to, to give him an ultimatum just to, to have him act mm -hmm. with him, with her, just, you can stay, but I'm going to go tomorrow and that's final. Yeah. Maybe so, she wanted, maybe that was her way of trying to get him to say, okay, I'll come with okay, you. Yeah. Maybe, you know, yeah. we don't know. And we don't know exactly how much she knows or if she knows something of his uh if we go with the theory that he's in the mafia with of his mafia ties so uh if she doesn't know what dangers are they in for her it's no it's no real reason for them to stay in moonbright mm -hmm. or if he held information from her which is totally plausible because well secrets and you know secrets are dangerous <laughs> yeah but uh nevertheless we can see only the effect that this conversation had on poppy and the effect is devastating and even if agnes wouldn't have said i didn't want her anyway the effect would have been i think equally harsh because well in my experience uh and maybe i'm projecting but Usually when the parents fight, the, the kid feels um, that it's his fault. Mm -hmm. Well, it's you see Poppy, you see her, you know, mommy, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll be better. Like, yeah, as, as, like all she sees is my mom is leaving. She couldn't and at, at the she time. Knows. She didn't know about this fight when she when her mom left. She didn't know about her. This it fight. And, she, before, and she automatically blamed herself. Mm -hmm. so that's that's the uh i don't know what this why is this reaction maybe patty will enlighten us in future yeah. podcast <laughs> she will unpack more. <laughs> she will she will do therapy with us and with lily's characters <laughs> yeah you need it <laughs> but, yeah but in, in in my experience when when the parents fight the the kid uh, the children take the um take the atmosphere in the house they absorb the mm -hmm. the energy the bad energy and they might come to blame themselves even if the fight is totally not their fault yeah for sure so this i think hit so much harder on a very young and uh sensitive puppy even now i mean yes that too and like look at how much it affects her now like she's wait she wakes up from the stream and she's crying yeah that is that's a lingering pain so like yeah that must have been hard on baby poppy teenage poppy reliving this and now her again it is still obviously affecting her with her little tears in her eyes and 
Tora blissfully ignorant sleeping next to her. But, but also in that panel, she's like, oh, I remember something. It's it's not only she's crying. I think she even cried in her sleep. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, when she wakes up, she wakes up, you know, with that, with that startled feeling that you have to catch the dream yeah. before it's gone. Yeah. I think I I think I know something. I ha- I think I have an answer to to a question, but I cannot express it in the moment when the dream ends. Yeah, you know, yes. it's, it's that that feeling that that rushed feeling that that you get. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, I know that feeling well. <laughs> yeah, and then Tora is slumbering in his sleep. <laughs> oh, cute. He falls asleep really fast too. I mean, yeah. this dream can't have been so long. Yeah, he's 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 pooped. <laughs> Yeah, nice that he he fell asleep when she was near, but not before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's let's move to something sweeter, right? Yeah, yeah. So he wakes up. He has the same eyes, <laughs> like in Felicia Bay when yep, he yep. woke up and saw the ghost. Very what? Very yeah. <laughs> eyes. Uh, yeah, and she's like, uh, she's whispering. I just remember something that happened in middle school when I found a camera hidden inside my old helmet after dad died. Uh, and <laughs> he's like, the one your mom made you put on because you were too clumsy. Did oh. they turn it into a GoPro and make you wear it? Because I do the same too. <laughs> okay, but you notice. It was her mom that made her wear the helmet. So, like, the mom cared. Yeah. So, it's not, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And dad, yeah. no, it was her mom cared and wanted her to wear this helmet because she was, you know. So, there are hints that she was, you know, a caring mom. Obviously. Yeah, it wouldn't have hurt as much if she wasn't a caring mom, right? True, true. Pain. Yeah. <laughs> pain, pain. Yeah, Lily, you got us addicted. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the, uh, and Poppy is like he remembered. She's blushing, and of course you would you thug. Okay. Um, two things: the fact that Torah thinks in the same way as Poppy's dad thought to put a camera on her, mm-hmm. just to, I think, in Torah's perspective, it's just to to watch her to yeah just to make sure she's safe mafia <laughs> that's that's a that's a mindset of someone protective of their own and that's a mindset of someone who's seen shit and who knows the dangers yes and tora as much as his aversion to electronics he goddamn uses them yeah <laughs> 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 So he he put a sensor at Poppy's apartment, right? Mm-hmm. He put cameras all over Quincy's Poppy apartment. Has, Poppy has no privacy. Her entire life, this girl has had zero no. privacy. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Poppy's dad was, I don't know, in the same business in the same branch as Tora, like using cameras everywhere just to gather information and put up security in all ways. Okay, and the second thing is that he remembered and uh, what Poppy is talking about here is, I think, 
the first time when she when she told him that uh her mom made her wear the helmet at, at and that was a while ago yeah that was when they met at alice mm. at alice's restaurant that mm. would have been episode 18 maybe hold on let me look I or yeah 18 19 before the balcony yeah yeah so a while back a while back in comic time as well and he remembered that little detail which was thrown casually in a conversation well yeah when you when you're interested in someone and you like someone you remember what they say so even back then he was listening and paying close attention there you go yeah I think it was episode seven. Mm. I'm going to guess it was right after he hit his head. <laughs> I feel like that would have made sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, after he hit his head the second time, he said, she said, like, um, let me take a look. It can, it can be a nasty bump or something like that because she was prone to accidents. Yeah. So cute. Either either he remembered because he was since then very interested in her, or he remembered because he was traumatized by the hat incident. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't. I'm scrolling really quickly. I can't find it, but it was somewhere. It was somewhere. Uh, but yeah, he, he remembered that conversation, which is really really cute. Yeah. Yeah, so um, now she's looking up at him, and she is continuing to whisper. But the point is, I think I've blocked out a lot of this stuff, but it's coming back to me now. And which, by the way, blocking memories, classic, you know, I think probably yeah. more than tendency from her father. <laughs> yeah, stuff it all down, pretend that it doesn't exist until you blurt I love you in the most <laughs> in the most unexpected way. <laughs> I don't need to figure out why those people are, you know what, me? She doesn't even want to like say the word. Stop. Trying to kill me. <laughs> Let's let's not toss it, and then it's like it's just not real. <laughs> it's I don't have to think about it. Like you know who instead of Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, okay. How about you answer this first? Back at Moon, and I'm so excited when he asked this question. I was like, oh my god, finally! We've been mm-hmm. wondering about this for so long. Back at Moonbright, you said you were part of the. You know what? <laughs> now he's also saying, you know what? He's so like, cute. <laughs> Such dweebs. <laughs> I love them. They're so cute. And she says, back at Moonbright, and we have a flashback where they're sitting on the deck. It's like, I love the, the you know background. And he's like, I'm in the mafia. We already know that. And she says, well, and then we had, you know, seen her before. And she said, you know, so am I. But now we see her face and she's just like looking ridiculous. And yes, we did not see that before. <laughs> Crossing her little fingers, a little liar. <laughs> All this time, we were, you know, like wondering, oh my God, did she drop a bomb? What's going on? And she's just been pulling our legs. <sighs> really? And Toro's, you know, slapping this bug on his face at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really buggy. I know those places. They suck. Those pondy, buggy areas. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's like, uh, yeah, because I-, I was just kidding. Look at the little blush because he's squeezing her into a hug. Yeah, but now she says, because I was just kidding. So back then, she was just kidding. She she thought... She wasn't in the mafia. (laughs) 
yeah so she's like i don't know what to think yeah <laughs> i i think she she blocked this memory with the with the video or she blocked the the thing that she wanted to say to torah now that maybe she she actually is in the mafia but at the time she didn't she she was just she was trying to uh i don't know to make a joke to to say okay i'm in the mafia by uh by association with you we don't we know nothing so it's like i i uh, yeah she it's possible that she does not think she is and she is like, or it's possible that she doesn't think she is and she's not like there's op like it could be that she told the truth accidentally and didn't know she was telling the truth. Like we don't know. Like, yeah, that, that's, that's what I think as well, because I, I feel that this was is stressed. Yeah. So, uh, she thought she was kidding, but maybe it turns out that she was actually intending the truth without yeah. knowing. And I think she's going to start piecing together various aspects of her childhood and start thinking, wait, maybe some things were suspicious that I should have looked at all along. And now I'm like, wait, now I understand it a little more. And what's what's interesting is a Torah's reply of um, thought. So you looked up your mom's family and they're all farmers. I looked up her, his mom's family. To me, that means like you couldn't find her dad which is telling like that's interesting like how could he not you know they couldn't find her address there's obviously some kind of um tampering with information about poppy's family very high her. level tampering yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah and that's like you looked up my what and now she's loud and the passengers on the train are glaring at her again the same passenger i was going to end to the like, oh, sorry um and Tora's just giving him that that's the glare again <laughs> oh dear but and, the other guy he's just and then there's that, that that shoe throw so do you notice how when they told him to shush he glared but let it go and just like cuddled poppy but then they had the audacity to shush poppy and he was like motherfucker no <laughs> i'm gonna throw a shoe <laughs> you do not talk to her that way <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy. But the other guy is also very aggressive. Like they both are have this energy where they're feeding off of each other and they're aggressing off each other. Whatever, mm-hmm. rolling my eyes a little bit. But yeah, so he reaches for his shoe and he throws his shoe at his face. Okay, yep. he was asking for it. He was. He deserved that shoe in his face. Yeah, totally forgivable. I would have done the same. But now I gotta go get his shoe. Like <laughs> a sleeper, <laughs> the chancla. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. It's a chancla. <laughs> I'm not into this. I know it's like a big thing where like, oh, the macho guy protects his girl. I I like, I don't like this at all, but whatever. Everyone can enjoy it. I like the sweethearts who are nice and kind and respectful. You can have Quincy. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, the, the, the wife is like, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have been a dick. <laughs> <laughs> the I thing is that they were interrupted so many times when they were discussing this topic with uh, with her being mafia or not with with uh, them being followed like in Moonbright they were interrupted by a spider now <laughs> yeah oh, this guy. so uh, maybe it's not only that well he's protecting Poppy but I can I can feel his frustration because mm-hmm. there he is a man that lives on information right uh he he does his job based on 
very much and very accurate information. Mm -hmm. So now he finds himself in a situation where he doesn't know he doesn't know whom he's dealing with. Uh, he doesn't know why they want Poppy. Mm -hmm. There's uh, a lot. He doesn't know who Poppy is. Uh, he, if... he still has the Gill uh, issue and the notebook and like exactly. He still has the Gill issue. Well, might be fixed having confronted Shark. I don't know, but like the fact, like either way, it's it's he's got a lot he's dealing with. And now this is a separate yeah. issue. It's technically, like yeah, is... so. They were in the middle of a conversation that I feel for him was very important. Maybe he found, maybe he could have figured out something or find out something that could help him deal with the situation, that could help him plan, make a make a I don't know a, a better plan for for them to not only to hide but to to solve this, to retaliate, to I don't know. Mm -hmm. So. The fact that some other dude is like keep keeps interrupting them, even though they aren't that loud, I can feel the the anger. And Tora is not very good at anger management, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, that was the probably the mellowest reactions he could have. Let's <laughs> do. It could have been so much worse. He's got a bag full of guns in on his lap. So yeah, no, <laughs> I. I I don't think he would have started shooting, no. but yeah, some fists or he something. He had the option. It was there. He chose yeah. not. Yeah, but it was it was also funny. It was a, a moment of comic relief. And okay, it. let's not let's not forget who Tora is and let's forget who Poppy is. And they are fully in in their characters now, right? He can be a, a soft a softy for her, he can be a derp for her. But with other people, he's not that kind. He's not that, uh, uh, let's say, polite. Mm -hmm. Only when he wants something. And it's a woman at the other end. <laughs> other than that, fists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now we have a little bit of a break. And then you see the exterior of a hotel, or a motel, sorry. And it's called the Blue Katie, or it's called the Blue Caddy Hotel, actually. But, or, I don't know, Seven. Sevens or whatever. But it's you. It's your motel. It's me. <laughs> hotel. Oh, my God. Or a hotel magnet. <laughs> magnet? <Yeah>. Well, I <laughs> wish. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish. That would yeah. be nice. Just one, just one small hotel. That's all you My need. My kids would be in private school by now <laughs> if I would have been. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And we see Tora, who is it appears that he is um like uh, wiping off his uh, some blood from his abdomen. He's like, God damn, this one's nasty. Good thing we got to a pit stop before she found out. She's not squeamish, but that kid needs a damn break from this bullshit. Um. So where you think this is from? Not the second time, I think. She, mm -hmm. she dressed his shoulder, but I think mm -hmm. he also got hit in the abdomen um, and he didn't want to, you know, freak her out more. So he probably, it looks like, it looks like that's old dressing. Like he's going to change what is now a bloody dressing that needs to get changed out is, is my guess. <sighs> well, let's hope he didn't get hit very badly because a wound in the abdomen might be deadly. It looks like it was like love handle area, which is probably just muscle, but yeah. 
Hmm. If we're lucky, the bullet just went right through. Because if it's, I, my guess is it went right through his side and now he's fine. Because if it's still in there, that's when you get infection issues. So I'm going to assume it went clean through his skin and now he's just dressing it and it'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very tour that he wants to protect Poppy from that. Yeah, it's very sweet to, mm-hmm. to conceal a gunshot wound so that she doesn't need to see. <laughs> oh, the romance. So romantic. Well, based on what happens next in that hotel room, hotel room, she might see it anyway. <laughs> I was gonna say there, there is some very hopeful speculation from Patreon people. Uh, There's super- a chance he might stay in the carpet with that. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has not read it or does not subscribe to her Patreon, I would yeah. highly recommend the seventy-seven in blue caddy. It seems yeah. very. Uh, we're very hopeful <laughs> as fans we are very excited that maybe it's meaning something maybe it doesn't but... I, think, I think Tor is a little hopeful too because he's looking, I think so at, too. <laughs> he's looking at the bathroom door Poppy's splashing away and he's like oh my god the lady's taking a shower she's naked and he's just blushing and staring and then all that blood just goes gush. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the, I don't know. Right said it, I think somebody said it on Patreon. That's the equivalent of a nosebleed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's so cute. That's the so nosebleed, just gunshot version. Yeah, but uh, the panel of his stare, he's like a little cross-eyed. Like he's like just like ah. <laughs> yeah, it's like when they were at his house. Like he, she was watching TV and he was watching her and he was like completely lost. <laughs> He's a bit of a sucker. Like hell, she used my soap. She smells like me. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Very cute. Uh, yeah. So uh, as much as I would love to see some floor action. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to hope too much um yeah because well we know i'm gonna hope for you then <laughs> yeah we know we know that that it throws us uh, all sorts of uh, i don't surprises, I yeah? know how would do that to be honest uh, yeah to. but but like i can hope okay <laughs> also at the very least you know why would they spend money on a, on a motel room with two beds like they they surely need to save all their money especially now that taurus sold this course well they're not i only see one there. I see double. <laughs> why? Why two beds? They are a couple, right? I mean, it makes no sense. <laughs> Wait, I mean, they need to save their money. Like, definitely, obviously, there's would, only one bed. Would you have gone to a motel room with your boyfriend and asked for two beds? Uh, I mean, uh, happened in my life ever. But whatever. I mean, they <laughs> they went they went through shootings together. They went through. They can sleep in the very same intimate place. stuff. It's time for the next yeah. step. She she lived in his house. He bought a house for her. I mean, they're doing what, this what, what's a what's a puny motel room? It's it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, the motel room is supposed to come first, not the house. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was very sweet of Lily to 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 make me a a motel mogul. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I love that. That made me very happy. Uh, yeah, that was very sweet. But to put 77 in there, I think she just taunts us. <laughs> she, she just... <laughs> Troll? You think she's just being mean? <laughs> so, yeah, for for whoever doesn't know it and wants and has the means to, 
you can subscribe to Lily's Patreon. You can check Secret Garden 77, which is a very beautiful illustration, which is why we are insane right now. Yes. Yes. yes it looks you. like that. And there and is a if, duffel bag if, in the picture, and there is a duffel bag in this room. I'm just saying that's irrefutable. No, I know. I want this. <laughs> duffel bag doesn't lie. I want this too. I, I, I'm sending them room service if this happens. <laughs> <laughs> Champagne and strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. That would be really awesome. <laughs> Well, we have a few minutes left. So, um, Emily, you actually already mentioned your favorite panel, but yeah. that was a cute little Robert. Mm -hmm. a little <clears throat> yeah, this one. And Raluca, what's your favorite panel? Oh, hmm. I like it when he. Let's see if I. You like the drink. Yeah, I, I like the train, but uh, well, it's not my favorite. Huh. Oh, it's beautiful, it's atmospheric, but I like when when Tora moved the bag and scooted over her and had his arm wrapped around her. That that's a cute one. Yeah, that that softy one. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a black heart with a soft spot for oh, soft so. men. <laughs> A little, a little gooey custard on the inside of that black heart. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I'm gonna say I like the Blue Katie Motel picture because it's um, to the to the mountains and the mountains are beautiful and you know it's well, it's well rendered. Nice well, we do have a vacation house in the mountains, so there is. <laughs> Time to turn it into hotel. If only we we have such guests, such yeah. distinguished <laughs> guests, right? All right. Yeah. So, last thing, um, audience question, and people write in the comments. What do you think is the reason that Robert was avoiding, you know, whatever it was? Hello, Shimshan, and <laughs> right for so long. So, yeah, mm -hmm. so write your theories in the comments. <laughs> All right, and I should show you can help me say goodbye. No, I can talk to my friend for something. All right, say bye. Okay, bye. bye. Have a pleasure as always. Yep, have a great evening. School, bye. School, 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 school. Bye. Bye. Thank you to my current patrons Lily, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Saucy Tuggles, Anne Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Esther. I'm watching you people Emily, Jean, Kay, Lily, Beckett, Christine, Sadie, Teresa, Mrs. Castaldo, Amapora, Ruby, Sophia, and Trina. Your support is truly appreciated.